Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hello, my trading gang. Today, I am going to talk about the notional value of futures. So before that, I'm going to wish you a great week and I hope you're going to have a profitable and a good week. And uh, don't forget to click the like button. If you like the tips that I'm giving you or rather the helpful information that I try my best to help you with. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, please click the like button. It helps. And also, uh, if you're listening to this over a podcast, I would really appreciate it if uh, whatever app you're using, if you can give us a good review, that would be nice. And if you leave a comment, it would be even nicer. Having said that, again, I wish you a great week. So today I'm going to talk about the notional value of a future contract. And I think a lot of traders do not take this into consideration when they trade because they don't understand the risk they take on themselves as the value of future increases and decreases. Um, Let me be very specific and say that this is in particular to futures traders. So if you are a futures trader, you will um, need to understand this concept. And again, my intention is for you to make better decisions. So having said that, let me start with the contract of the E-mini S&P. And we're going to talk about the E-mini S&P. And we're going to talk about the micro. Those are pretty popular contracts out there. So let's start with the E-mini S&P. So right now, as I basically um, record this, the S&P is around the 3,500. And again, I'm just rounding it up. It's almost there. It's 3,432. But I'm just making it easier um, to understand the concept. And uh, during um, this part, you'll have to do some math. So grab a a pen and paper. I will be doing the math for you, but if you'll be writing it out, it it would really help. So um, let's take one contract, okay? So one contract of the E-mini S&P is at $3,500. Sorry, is at 3,500 as an index. It's not dollars, it's points. So what we want to do in order to understand the full value of the contract that we are trading, and this is what I'm talking about when I say notional value, we have to multiply it by $50 because each point on it is $50. One full point is $50. 
one quarter of a point is twelve and a half dollars, but we need a full point. So if you take thirty five hundred, okay, and you multiply it by fifty, it's equals to a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Now I'm going to take a calculator here and I'm gonna make sure that I didn't just embarrass myself as a broker. And I'm gonna see if I'm still good in math. So thirty five hundred multiplied by fifty. Yeah, $175,000. Okay, so now you know that every single contract that you trade is actually worth $175,000. Now, why is this important? This is important for risk management purposes because I'm going to tell you this. 99% of the traders do not understand the value of the contract that they trade. What they look at is only the point value. And while it's important to look at the point value, it's also important to look at the notional value of the contract. Let me give you an example. Majority of traders today, uh, at least this is according to my, again, everything that I say here is my opinion, my experience. I've said that a thousand times. If your experience is different, it's different. Uh, And if you do things differently, then it is what it is. But my experience has been that most traders want to utilize you know, the most amount of leverage when they trade futures, especially when they day trade. So they want to put X amount of dollars and they want to put Y amount of contracts to trade with it. Then they try to maximize it. So, you know, doing that, you know, obviously they just look at the point value. So they would say, okay, you know, if I um, take $10,000, let's say, okay, and let's say day trading margin let's say it's $500, that's on the low end, okay, this is the lowest end, and again, you know, I'm not encouraging to to trade on those levels, you know, we offer those levels, but I never encourage people to take a contract, you know, to take $10,000 and max out the number of contracts, your, your, your account would live a few hours, at most a few days, if, if you trade on that kind of leverage, but a lot of traders, what they want to do is maximize it, so what they say, okay, so every point, on the S&P is $50. I want to make, you know, every point be worth $250. So I'm going to trade on every point to $150. Now, if they're trading five contracts, what they're actually saying, they want to trade, you know, five times the notional value of the S&P. So you remember that we said before that they actually with one contract, you're trading $175,000. Now with five contracts, you are trading $875,000. Now, a lot of people out there just kind of don't grasp that. They're like, what do you mean 875000 Well, this is actually what you're controlling. The, now, if you had it in cash, let's say you did not trade futures, you did not trade on leverage, right? And you said, I want to make, if you had the same amount of money to make it in the cash market, right? So you would need $875,000. Now, you're trading right now five contracts with $10,000 controlling $875,000. Now you're finally starting to understand now the risk level that you are actually taking, right? So $10,000, out of $875,000, that's just slightly over 1%. 
you know, and so you're controlling here an enormous level, you know, an enormous amount, not level, but the index is the level, but you're controlling an enormous amount of money with a very little deposit. And this should give you an idea that even the smallest move in the market, when you control this much money, if a portfolio goes from 875000 to 865000 it's nothing. I mean, it's nothing, really. I mean, it's just like a slightly over a percent move. But for you, it's your entire account. So it could potentially, a bad move in the market, and if it gaps, could put you at a deficit. And... And obviously, trading on those kind of level and that kind of risk, you know, just it's, it's very hard to make long term progress. Right. So I feel that any single contract you trade there in futures, you should really start understanding the notional value of the contract that you trade. For example, if you trade the gold market. Right. So, again, I'm rounding figures here, you know, just to, to make it easy right now, it's trading at about nineteen hundred. I'll say it's two thousand. OK. Now, if you have two, if, if it, the market is trading at 2,000 and every single future contract is trading at there's um, 100 ounces, you're actually trading $200,000 worth of gold with one contract. So relative, always think of it in relative to what you have in your account, right? So if you have, if you're trading $200,000 and you only have, you know, $5,000 and you're day trading the gold just with one contract, well, that's the risk. You take on yourself that a fluctuation in the $200,000 equity, you know, or contract could be pretty wide. So it is important to look at contracts, not only in terms of point value. It is also important from a risk perspective to start looking at the notional value of the contract. And that sort of perspective would say, okay, you know, maybe I should slow down. Maybe if I have $10,000, maybe I should not trade you know, more than one contract or, or more than two contracts. Now, I'm not telling you guys what to trade. I don't how or how much to trade. It is your risk tolerance and you're the ones who have actually worked for the capital. But I have to tell you this, that, you know, if you're using leverage on top of leverage, right, then basically the odds of your success are diminishing. Leverage is something that you should take, you should not take lightly. And leverage is something that you should really take into consideration when, when you trade. But I feel that a lot of people missing the notional value of a contract to understand what it's really trading at to really give you a better perspective. So let's say you trade, <clears throat> like I said, the gold. You're saying, well, you know, maybe $200,000 is a little too much. Maybe I'll trade the micro gold, which is only 33 ounces, right? Which is also a good way to start and grow. Uh, or if you're trading the crude oil, then you're saying, okay, well, you know, the crude oil, I think it's trading around somewhere right now, let's say $39. So again, I'm going to round it, you know, to $40. And again, you know, you can listen to this. I don't know if you you can listen to this podcast this week. Prices can change. Obviously, I'm just using here on a Sunday night what I see uh, as the market opened. Uh, but at the same time, you might be listening to this podcast, you know, a year from now and the prices would be completely different. Nevertheless, the concept is the same. So again, going back to the crude oil, uh, let's say it's trading close to $40. There's a, there's a thousand uh, barrels. So the value of the contract is 40000 so it's important to understand the notional value of a contract because that 
tells you a lot about the risk that you take on yourself. Now, clearly, that's just a quantity risk. I'm not talking about all the other risks that exist in the market and just have to tell you there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of future results. Now, you know, this idea of notional value came to me because somebody told me one time that they don't like to trade with leverage. They're traders that don't like to trade with, with, with leverage at all. So they put the full, I, I, I believe they were bond traders, if, if, if I recall. So the bond, you know, it's basically, you know, the treasury bonds, and they used to put like over $100,000 in their account and trade one contract. And, and it's fine, and it suited them, but I know that majority of people will look at things such as the margins, they would look at the point value and they will determine how much they could make or lose. Um, but rarely do they consider the size of the contract that they trade. So they'll be some something along the lines, like let's say somebody never traded futures and they basically, you know, let's say they came from stocks and in stocks, the leverage they give you is not that high. They give you, from what I know, you could probably get more, but the average guy could get 50% if he's, um, you know, if he's qualifying for that. So if you're trading $10,000, they would basically, you know, maybe give you 15,000. I'm sure if, if if you have higher net worth, the, you, it's negotiable, but clearly it's not the same value as the future contract as those sizes. They're not going to give you one to 50 or one to 100. So let's say somebody comes from the stock side and is like, okay, well, what's each point on the E-mini S&P, right? So, you know, then they come in and they say, well, each point um, on the E-mini S&P is $50. So they look at the fluctuations and everything else and they say, well, I think I can do, you know, $200. And then the next thing that they say, well, what's the day trading margin, right? Now I don't have to put as much because the day trading margin, you know, that's what the broker wants. But the reality is that, the day trading margins are a made-up thing. What do I mean by made-up? It's not an exchange-traded margin, meaning that every single broker can create his own terms for day trading. Some people can say E-mini S&P day trading is $3,000, which is 50% of day trading margins. And then there's some clearing houses that we work with that provide $400 to our customers. So it's up to the comfort level of the broker that... that you know, or, or or the FCM that we work with, you know, to determine what sort of levels they're comfortable with trading. But usually when people take that in, into consideration, they do not, I don't think that they fully understand that the day trading margins is given um, only as a gesture. And when it comes to overnight, then the CME, you know, um, determines what margin you should hold overnight, which could be substantially higher. For example, you know, the mini S&P is 13, around the $13,000 mark versus day trading of 500. However, this $500 mark, um, I feel could be a little bit misleading from a risk perspective because they say, well, this is what the broker wants. This is how much I'll put. Let's say I'll put $5,000. I'll trade three contracts, you know, or, you know, and, and, and it's efficient. But essentially, there is a risk of ruin, if you, if you know what I mean. Risk of ruin is actually a mathematical calculation. So having said that, now you know the notional value. Now you understand how to look at day trading margins and understand how they can be a little bit misleading when it comes to risk. 
Um, so basically keep that in mind. Clearly, you know, somebody who's a beginner could say, you know what, I have, you know, $10,000, I'll trade one E-mini S&P, or, or you could say, you know what, maybe I'll start off with five micros. Now, five micros, again, you know, it's, um, each micro is one-tenth, right? So they'll basically trading at $25 a point instead of $50 a point with, with, with five with five contracts, or they could do one micro is basically it's five dollars per point, and it's very good to train your skills on that. Again, not downplaying the risk that exists in micro, just saying that um, the notional value um, uh, of the contract is smaller, and I did mention it in other uh, podcasts. So, again, you know, when you consider the number of contracts that you trade. What you should look at is basically the risk that you take on yourself when you trade those contracts, right? From the uh, perspective of the notional amount, this is the first thing you should look at, right? You look again at the value of the contract and say, what is the total value? And then you determine, you say, well, I have this much and I'm controlling this much. And again, you know, this is where people get into trouble sometimes. And then it could give you a perspective of how many contracts you should trade, right? And, and you can do that according to your experience. You might have never traded anything before and you're getting into the future contract trading leverage from day one. And since you don't have any other experience in any other instrument, you have to be not double, but triple and quadruple cautious because people who are traded before i'm not saying that they don't uh, face risks but obviously they traded other instruments and they might come with the best experience of seeing the market fluctuations anyway again you know this is just to help you out um, in determining the amount that you want to trade and the number of contracts you want to hold um, when it comes to futures my perspective is always that when you're a trader, start taking care of the risk, right? We can always live with the reward. But I think anything um, that involves speculation and involves, you know, um, market psychology or psychology in general and lots of players and there's risks and reward, I think what you have to do is really take care of the risk side and always say to yourself, you know, if I hold this many contracts and the market moves this much, how much am I left, you know, to trade with? And I think that kind of a perspective, you know, hopefully, I'm saying it hopefully, will let you stay in the markets longer and will allow you potentially to, to, to grow your account because you're not going to let any single trade take you out of the game. And this is what you really should think of. You should think of that regardless... If you're in love with the trade and you're convinced and you read and you did your research and everything, it still does not mean that you can go ahead and just go all in with the most amount of contracts. You always have to take care of the risk first. And if you learn to think about the risk first, in my opinion, it could potentially make your life a lot easier. First, ask yourself, how much do I stand to lose on a trade? Analyze that and proceed. And again, I hope that the notional value uh, gives you a little bit of a perspective on the enormous size that the future contracts offer. Again, I wish you a good week. We would love to earn your business. Please come visit us at 
www.optimusfutures.com. Call us. It's 1-800-771-6748. Overseas, it's 561-367-8686. Again, we'd love to earn your business. We'd love to help you. Come to our site, see what we offer. And again, if you have um, any questions, just call us or you can go to our community site. If you have any technical questions about futures, we'd love to answer that. It's community.optimistfutures.com. Again, I wish you a phenomenal week. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.